I have a confession to make. I started learning how to drive manual transmission cars just about a month and a half ago. You're probably thinking, so you were the guy stalled at the intersection of Jan Smith's and Empire. Learning how to drive a manual transmission involves a lot of failure, stalling, even persecution in the form of honking and comments, comments on and off the road. When I told my friend, Ed, that I was learning how to drive stick, he said, you're not even good at driving automatic. When I went to practice driving, when I was going to pick up groceries, Father Mike Lewis, our program instructor, said, why don't you pick up a rubber gearbox as well? I haven't experienced this much failure since the middle of Jesuit formation, when I was studying philosophy and teaching for the first time. Dennis, a Jesuit friend, has been my latest driver's education teacher at 43 years old. Back in Zinquazi, he helped me learn the basics of driving a manual car. These days, driving around Joburg, his words echo in my head, particularly when I'm in traffic or trying to start on a hill. Speaking of teachers and hills, In today's gospel, Jesus brings his friends to the top of a hill that overlooks Capernaum and the Sea of Galilee. Imagine being one of the four fishermen Jesus called in last Sunday's gospel. Here you are, on top of this mountain with Jesus. The air is cool. The sky is blue. You are close to heaven. You look down and see your little fishing village where you left your boats. From this vantage point, you can point out all the spots in your neighborhood where Jesus healed and preached over the last week since you met him. Then Jesus sits down like the wise teachers of his day, and you get ready to hear all about his secret to success, how you can share in his power and magnetism as a member of his inner circle. And what do you hear? You hear all about failure, poverty, mourning, humility, hunger, thirst, mercy, purity, peace, persecution. You are stalled on the hill, maybe even rolling backwards. I left my nets for this, my boat, my business. These words must have stayed with Jesus' friends because they didn't give up. They stuck with Jesus to see if his words were true. Could experiences that the world characterizes as failures lead you to be truly happy, authentically joyful, abundantly blessed? What would they have learned by paying attention to Jesus? They would have learned that he was poor and didn't have a place to lay his head. But that meant he could visit with and accept the hospitality of so many others. They saw him cry at Lazarus's tomb and learned how mourning helps one recall the deep roots of friendships. At the Last Supper, Jesus showed them how to be meek and humble when he washed their feet. 
They noticed that Jesus felt his love of outcasts in his guts, so much so that he identified with the hungry, the thirsty, the stranger, the sick, the prisoner. They couldn't help but ask Jesus how to pray because they were inspired by a man who could get up so early and spend time alone with his father. And for all of this, he was persecuted, he suffered, and he died on a cross. Perhaps the disciples learned the lesson that many of us have learned over time. You learn a lot more about yourself, others, and God from failure than you do from success. Perhaps they learned that a beatitude is a blessing we receive through a bit of sacrifice that draws us closer to Jesus and leaves us with a more expansive heart. My teacher, Dennis, told me that when driving and approaching an intersection with the traffic lights out, you can get stressed and forget what you're supposed to do. You have to tell yourself way ahead of time what you have to do. Otherwise, you'll forget. At the beginning of his public ministry, way ahead of time, Jesus offers his friends the Beatitudes, showing them what an abundant life could be like. Through their uncomfortable learning process of failures and stops and restarts, the disciples came to realize how blessed they were as they went on to live wider lives than they could have ever imagined. The discomfort of repeated failure on an unfamiliar side of the road led to a wider ministry for me beyond the gate of this church. Can you recall a personal setback or a difficult learning process? To use a word from the first reading, seek. Perhaps now you can seek to see how close you were to Jesus during this time. Consider, as St. Paul tells us, how this experience led you to being a blessing to others, just as Jesus promised.